friend, in today's podcast episode, we talk all about the Hispanic Heritage Month, and we also talk about the future of this podcast. So please stay tuned. Hola amigos! Hello friends! It's Glenda and Natalie and today we are talking all about Hispanic Heritage Month. We are really excited to talk about this because, well, we're Hispanic and uh, we are want to share more about it. So, let's do a little bit of background history on what is Hispanic Heritage Month? Um, what is it about? What does it mean? What are we celebrating? What are we celebrating? So, Hispanic Heritage Month is the month where we really come to celebrate about the Hispanic and Latin uh, heritage. Um, and this is really about highlighting uh, our communities mm-hmm. and uh, what we have accomplished um, and kind of shed light also on discrimination. Uh, and racial injustice and just a little bit of information is Hispanic Heritage Month is between September 15 and October 15 and this includes uh, different uh, Hispanic speaking countries Um, we've got Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua these are really the countries that have basically declared their independence they celebrate this because they declared independence in 18. 21. So, a little bit about us. Our parents are both from El Salvador. Yes. And um, that is uh, kind of where our, our heritage is. Yeah. And so, we are the first generation of, um, you know, Hispanic to be born and to kind of live in, in America, North America, and kind of navigating both our hispanic roots and this kind of you know living here and how that all kind of comes together yeah um and i also wanted to kind of shed light on what the difference between hispanic and latino is because you may hear both you may hear the terms hispanic or latino but they're actually quite different and so maybe this could help you understand like if someone says they're latino what that means or if someone says oh i'm hispanic what that might mean Mm -hmm. um in our case natalie and i can use them interchangeably but not everyone can so um hispanic it is really you are saying that it means that you speak Spanish or are descendant of a Spanish-speaking country. Latino, uh, Latina or Latinx, Latinx just means, X just means it's uh, gender neutral. But Latino, it means that you are descended from Latin America. So that doesn't necessarily mean you speak Spanish. Um, so in some cases, yeah, I'll give you guys some examples to make it a bit more clear. If you're from Brazil, you're Latino. But you're not Hispanic because you're from a Latin American country that doesn't speak Spanish. Um, Another example would be if you are from Spain, you're Hispanic, but not Latino because you are from a country that speaks Spanish, but not from a Latin speaking country. So for example, Natalie and I, our descendants are from El Salvador. Well, that's both Hispanic Spanish speaking and also from Latin America. So I hope that kind of clears things up. 
So <laughs> maybe next time someone says I'm Latino or I'm Hispanic, you might have a better picture mm-hmm. of what that means. And so I think this part of the podcast, I really want to highlight what we really love about our cultures yeah and what we really love about um you know being hispanic <laughs> and latino uh and um i want to first talk about our culture and our food and how that's so connected mm, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah a big portion of being at least for us we're going to be talking more on salvadorian right exactly um, ethnicity um in this you know this realm of us being hispanic so that's just a very small uh little section of um the hispanic heritage different cultures that are here so um maybe you might know someone who 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 does things a little differently yeah and it's actually that's the beauty of it Mm -hmm. having the ability to um learn from one another and it's kind of it's actually really cool because even within um us hispanic and latin american um people we with each other be like oh we say this word a certain way and then <laughs> yeah. we're like what wait what is that you know um but it's it's a little different in somebody else's country so it's actually kind of cool um even within um hispanic and latino uh, people with each other we're learning about yeah it's <laughs> those so cool. very specific geographical areas uh where we do maybe we say a word differently we eat uh, one yeah. food word may mean a different kind of thing in a different country. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's really the beauty of it. And, you know, we're going to find that here in America. We're going to find that in different parts where, yeah. you know, something will be a little different somewhere else. But what we love about Salvadorian food is its savoriness. <laughs> yes, so savory. <laughs> so savory, but also... Um, we do like our sweets, though. Yes, there is a lot of amazing um, pastries, um, like even kinds of like different candies that mm -hmm. they make and a lot of it is uh, based on like some of the holidays Mm because especially in in, uh, places like El Salvador there are uh, a lot of holidays to celebrate and a lot of times these are either government-based or a lot of times they have to do with you know um, religion um, Mm -hmm. holidays that they celebrate. What's your favorite Salvadorian food? Favorite Salvadorian food? This is so... <laughs> this is so hard. And I think we've talked about this a little bit yeah, before in some other have. podcasts. There's honestly so many. But... Okay, so we're going to fall. We're going to winter. I'm going to say sopa de res. Oh. It's one of my favorite type of soups. Kind of like a soup stew-ish thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you explain what that is for them? Yes. Okay, so you get a big pot. And it's going to be filled with water. You have the beef, different parts, of, um, kind of these beef chunks, but attached as a bone. Um, and now, very specifically, I probably couldn't tell you. I'd have to ask, you know, my, my parents. But it's filled with a lot of veggies. And it's filled with um, some vegetables you may not know of that come from kind of Central American culture. There's something called whiskey, which is a very watery-based vegetable um i don't know how much how else to describe it it's <laughs> it's green um it gets very kind of like soft when you cook yeah, it in the very, water yeah and very watery tasting yeah. um then we have things like yuca which is a, a root based mm-hmm. vegetable um if you know what cassava is um then it's it's that <laughs> um we have um pieces of cabbage cabbage carrots mm-hmm. um green bananas like not 
Yeah. Prop, not bananas, but like these green bananas, meaning they're like very unripened. And so, um, and there's a certain time to pick them off correctly. You use that, you cut it, and you put it in there, and it actually tastes very good. <laughs> so good. And it's all filled with this broth. The broth becomes very like concentrated. Mm, so good. Um, you can add lime inside of it. Um, it's very good. I think and they it, add a little bit of cilantro to it as well. Yes, sometimes we add cilantro, for just a bunch of veggies some meat and then um yeah and i I think i love it so much because it's so like it fills with so much good nutrients in it Mm -hmm. and it's usually we usually you know have it in the winter so it's like yes you're cold it's just it's a perfect perfect soup (laughs) yeah it is um what is yours glenda i think mine that's a good one i wasn't expecting that yeah um man there's so many I mean, I love, like, our classic things that El Salvadorian food is kind of known for, like, the pupusas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, that's like staple. Like, you can find that wherever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's so prominent, you know? Um, and it's basically, like, a tortilla filled with cheese or beans or, you know, some more unique flavors that you may not even know of is, like, loroco. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the bud of a flower, and so it's, like... S- the tortilla stuff with cheese with the little buds of flowers. And um, that's it's really good. Mm-hmm. And you usually serve it on the side with like kind of like a slaw. It's like cabbage, kind of bits of carrot. And mm-hmm. it's very uh, like, no, I wouldn't say fermented, but it's like it's been, it's a lot softer. And yeah, it's got it's kind of. in vinegar water yes, mm-hmm. and or apple cider vinegar um, to kind of soften that yes, cabbage. Um, it's kind of like sauerkraut yeah yeah bit. exactly yeah um, but but we just add a little bit more to it you can add jalapenos if you want mm-hmm. if you like that but yeah yeah and then i'd love to have it with an horchata on the Ooh, side which yes. is like it's a special di- like special drink that we make um it's, it's very like, milky m- it's yeah it's milk <laughs> it's milk with kind of like this the horchata mix if you bu- if you, unless you make it fresh yeah <laughs> that takes a lot <laughs> that's a lot of work though um, um but Which kind of tastes almost like a chai-ish. Kind of, but more milky. Not yes. as not as like pronounced on the spices. Though. Yeah, more sweet, definitely. Yeah, exactly. And it, you add a little sugar to it. So um, that's kind of our favorite stuff. Yeah. Um, but something I wanted to also note is that like our food also um, brings a sense of like togetherness and family yeah and so that's another thing about the hispanic culture um and the latin culture it's like it's very based around the family Mm -hmm. like that's really important to us yeah and and you know um a lot of times there's quite a bit of families that you know have quite a bit of kids and so um that just makes it a little bit even closer sometimes yeah it's really fun so food uh, and family time is very important in the Hispanic culture, at least for um, the El Salvadorian culture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's I think, what one thing I love about the Hispanic culture is that it's all about family. Like, yeah, and it, you, it's like generations are all yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, for the most part, often. Yeah, very. If it's pretty much, if, if not every day. Like daily, you're eating together, you're talking together, you are... A laughing a lot together <laughs> yeah um and just really enjoying time together i think that's what i love about being hispanic in general yeah and and this is going to be different from it being authentic to in the country because mm-hmm. we've obviously kind of lived here and it's a lot different in certain areas you know whether it's 
uh, an area that has a little bit more wealth compared mm-hmm. to an area that's more impoverished, not going to eat as well. Yeah. Um, and so there's less resources. But that's kind of a bit of what we've come to to know about that. Yeah. And the next topic I want to talk about kind of is kind of what you're talking about, Natalie. I really want to shine light on the hardships of the Hispanic uh, cultures, the Latin cultures. Um, you know, wanna, there's two things to it. So there's the the difficulty of the racial injustice that happens in America, but also the actual difficulties that happen in those the home countries. Mm, yes. Um, and so I want to first talk about how the racial injustice that happens here in America um, I think uh, <laughs> these past few years, it's been pretty evident um, of the racial injustice, not just for Hispanic cultures, for um, people of color. color. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some of the things that, you know, Hispanics face particularly is like, we are doing the jobs that not a lot of people want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're your janitors, we're your farmers where you're um cultivators yeah cultivators and um sometimes they don't get paid the way that they should Mm -hmm. or um they just don't treated yeah mistreated and um a lot of times um this is uh, very difficult to see as someone who is hispanic Mm -hmm. um you know and even natalie and i you know we we're hispanic people and we have felt racial injustice toward ourselves you know Mm -hmm, mm um you know whether you're (laughs) somewhere sitting down realizing you're the only person of color and people may treat you or look at you differently yeah um that has happened um and it's very difficult um but you also you also feel very um uh, close to the people who are working this hard. That's another yeah. thing about the Hispanic culture. We're hard workers. Oh yeah. Um, we will do the things that other people don't want to do because we will work it, hard to. Yeah, and I I want to add to that very endurance. Yeah, endurance and the things that are difficult. And it it kind of all ties back to family. We're yeah. we're serving our families because um, a lot of times what people may not notice is, um, we're a lot of times like our parents who come to america one they they leave their family behind so Mm -hmm. we grew up um without grandparents yeah we don't we don't really grow up seeing our families yes our cousins really interacting with them that much Mm -hmm. besides on calling them and facetiming yeah and and that's usually just our immediate family we have a much larger family (laughs) than that but another thing is once we're here a lot of times like for like our parents or people's families they're not just working for their their kids Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. they're thankful that they're born here but they're working for families in those in the home countries in those countries that um sadly uh is the kind of undressed (laughs) systems in those countries that we work here um you know let's say you're a part-time you work part-time that's eleven eleven dollars an hour but in in El Salvador a full-time a full-time worker working so hard you get paid maybe what five dollars in the day yeah and (laughs) so their lifestyles are so completely different so we're working hard to help provide for them Mm -hmm. and this may be grandparents siblings um you know so many people it's like sadly it's 
not necessarily their fault it's a lot of times the government's mm-hmm. fault and those places that are a bit corrupt and um you know those systems are hard to break so we do what we can to provide for those we love and right. that means us working very uh hard in order for us to then provide for them to make sure we we know that they had their something on the table yeah yeah and uh you know that um that happens a lot to basically most hispanic families that are here are not just working for their family that live here but they're working for the family that are back in those countries that don't have what we have because of a a a really broken system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um people may not see that side of the story so Mm -hmm. they just see um what they see here (laughs) um but they don't realize the 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 more profound difficulties Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so a lot of people may be wondering why are these people coming to these countries the the better countries like america and other countries it's people don't realize that their home countries are very broken and uh they're having to really um deal with a lot and Mm -hmm. so um countries like the u.s and other countries they're they're a sign of hope for Mm -hmm. for people and a lot of times it comes to, you know, if if we live in a in a better world, helping those countries be a place where people can grow and get better. Yeah, right? they mm-hmm. become more knowledgeable about certain areas of their lives that they need help with, or how can they improve in certain things from hygiene to, yeah. you know, so much more like how to properly manage money and, and yes. things like that. Mm-hmm. Because um, a lot of times in those small little um, what we call barrios or mm-hmm. little pueblos, if you know what that is, um, small towns. Mm-hmm. Um, people are don't know. <laughs> they, they don't, don't know, know a lot. A yeah, lot. and so um, this really segues into what I want to talk about next, and it's our hope, our hope for the future of you know our the Hispanics, the Latinos, uh, that our culture um, <clears throat> is really that one day they're they're. In America, hopefully, there won't be racial injustice. Um, and, and that comes first and foremost by having really thoughtful, open conversations with mm-hmm. people about different things. And it's not about, um, it's really more about acknowledging our beautiful differences. Diversity mm-hmm. is actually so amazing. Yeah. You know, in nature, diversity is good. And that, that applies to um, <laughs> the human population as mm-hmm. well. Yes. Uh, diversity is good. Um, and so that, that's our hope. And so just, it's a little bit to add to that. It's just like an awareness. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean every time you buy someone who is of color, you have to like do anything, but just, or yeah. do anything very differently. <laughs> it's the word. Um, but just kind of like having that in the background yeah. gives you a little bit of like understanding. Yeah, and that's thought process really just knowing of something or being aware of something or conscious of how you do things. That is a whole amazing thing right there. Yeah, and that's for like any part of your life. And that's kind of something that like our podcast is always about. Mm, how yeah. can we kind of grow together, learn yeah. together um, in order to keep getting better to be our best version that exactly exactly that's totally it and then um our another hope that we have for the future is that those home home countries those countries um 
the Hispanic Latin countries really that they would be better, mm -hmm. that there would be less injustice for those people that live there, that there would be less um, corrupt activities there, and that people could have a beautiful, wonderful life where they they get paid what they should and, and they have the ability to live a good life, really. That is our hope. So. That is our hope. And that comes a lot of times from, you know, how can we get involved? How, what can we do to help those those people or maybe even sharing things like this podcast or stories mm. of those people so that yeah. more people around the world can see that. And then if you're inclined to help in some way, yeah. that you can do so. Yeah. And, and I think that a, a simple action that we can all take is just acknowledge the um, the diversity that is out there and see it as something that is very beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and um, just... Uh, just wanting to make a little bit of difference um, can make a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we want to leave you with that, friends. But um, now we're going to segue into the podcast, into something. We want to speak on the future of this podcast. Yes. So um, we, you will, from here on out, won't be receiving podcast episodes on a regular schedule mm -hmm, yep. we will now be kind of doing a, a very uh we will post when um we find important topics yes. we're, we're going to be taking a bit of a break and we don't know how long this break is going to be but what we do know is that we do love this podcast yes and we love to to share information with you guys grow with you guys we're growing as well yes <laughs> um, and that's why we love um, having the opportunity to share that with you and and the same vice versa when you have something to share with us please do so mm -hmm. please do so um and so this is why we want to really encourage that you subscribe to the podcast mm -hmm. that you put some notifications on that you share it with that your you friends. share it with all of your friends and that you would also please give us a, a review on mm -hmm. the um apple podcast if you have it um and we just want to make sure that when we do post you guys will be notified mm -hmm. um and you know don't forget to check out our instagram if we do post you will see a uh a post there that talks about the podcast mm -hmm. um and so and that's also a great place to if you have if you have a topic you want us to talk about or if you have a question that's a great place to reach out to us so we can do that yeah, and so friends, we want to let you know that we're going to take a little bit of a break, but we're also will be posting just not on a regular mm -hmm. um, schedule. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna vary. So, you know, we want you to get that notification on your phone when we do post, and you can go ahead and listen to that and share mm -hmm. it with your friends. So that is all from us, friends, and uh, we hope you have a great day. We hope you have a great day. Hey friends, thanks for listening. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and would give the podcast a rate and review. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.